better luck next time. Better luck next time. Uh, uh, yeah. Come on. Hey, better luck next time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Better luck next time. And we're back with season two, episode two of the Better Luck Podcast. I'm your host, Timothy Young, digital content creator at Mississippi Votes. And today we have a very special episode with our youth civic engagement coordinators for college and universities. Where we're going to be talking about today is a very special conversation on student activism and a little bit about our Democracy in Action Fellowship. Hey y'all, my name is Sakina Butts, and I'm one of the Youth Civic Engagement Coordinators for MS Votes. I was also a previous Democracy in Action Fellow in 2019 up until 2021. Hello, I'm Taylor Turnage, one of the other Youth Civic Engagement Coordinators for Colleges and Universities at Mississippi Votes. All righty, so the topic of our episode today is youth justice. So I wanted to have Sakina and Taylor on the show just to talk a little bit more about how they got involved and what do they do currently at Mississippi Votes. So to get started, we'll do our first question. How did you both originally get involved in community organizing and activism? Either of you can go first, it doesn't matter. Well, initially I got started basically because of the Democracy in Action Fellowship Program. It was in the fall of 2019, actually. And I was re- I was contacted by someone at the Rosedale Freedom Project, Jeremiah Smith. Um, he did he did great work down there with the youth, and I had worked with them previously that past spring semester. And he thought I would be a great candidate for the program, but I got started um, in the program in that fall, and I started making voter registration drives and started talking to people on campus, finding out where the local circuit clerk was, found out how to make a social media page. <laughs> And just started really getting connected with people on campus, even right there at Delta State. And we were so small, but it's like, okay, Sakina does voter registration, like go to her. And I became sort of that it person, but also worked with um, Alpha Kappa Alpha, other sororities and educated students. And it became really um, my basis in youth, like organizing and youth activism in my early years. Yes. So I got started originally with the NAACP. I joined my sophomore year in college at Tuguru College. And um, as I was in the organization, I worked my way up and I finally ran for um, state president of the Youth and College Division of Mississippi. And I became the president. I recently um, stopped with that position, but while I was in that position, I was able to take my organizing skills to a national level and worked with, you know, other organizers all over the country, which actually helped me gain better knowledge and better tactics in organizing the youth around Mississippi. So clearly both of you are not new to the work. Y'all are very heavily involved. And I love that there's actually a strong base, especially leaving college for you both. So that leads to my next question. Uh, What does your day-to-day work include at Mississippi Votes? And uh, what do you enjoy the most about your new role? So um, for me, my day-to-day work includes engaging with college students around the state of Mississippi to promote civic and voter engagement across the state. Um, The thing that I enjoy the most is watching the youth of Mississippi actually be about the change and not just talk about it because 
Many times people love to say that the youth aren't active. All they do is complain about things and don't really get up and do anything to change it. And we're out here showing them that that's not true. Um, if you actually stop listening to local and national media and actually come into these spaces with the youth and have conversations with them and actually be there to see that we don't just talk about it like we be about it. And so, you know, that's the thing that I love the most is we're showing those who doubt us that we aren't what y'all think and say we are. Um, and I work very closely with Taylor now. And for both of us, uh, besides doing civic engagement, something that we do on a day-to-day -day basis is right now specifically planning for a National Voter Registration Week and National Voter Education Week. But a big thing that we're doing right now is getting ready for the relaunch of our Democracy in Action Fellowship coming up in the fall of 2022. And right now we're actually doing a research phase to better improve the fellowship. And we've been talking to different people. We've been talking to students from every university and focus groups, community stakeholders, and also community members and administrators on those colleges to see how MS votes can come in in a bigger and more expansive way into the communities. So we can get more, um, so we can better transform Mississippian, like do that civic engagement from the roots of the community itself. I love the touch back to uh, community roots. And uh, Taylor, you mentioned earlier owning our own narrative. I think that's a wonderful conversation. I think that's a perfect segue also into the DIA fellowship that you mentioned earlier, Sakina. So what should our listeners know about the DIA fellowship opportunity and how can they apply? They should know that it offers you the chance to grow as a person through service. And truly enough, that notion has become um, cliche now, but it doesn't mean that it's outdated. Like service actually builds itself beyond having something to add to your resume. And the applications for the DIA fellowship will be opening back up towards um, the end of the spring semester of 2022. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So 2022, be on the lookout for the DIA fellowship opportunity. Um, so my next question is, how is Mississippi Votes mobilizing young voters during September? Ahead of National Voter Registration Day and National Voter Education Week, how significant are those holidays for an organization like ours? So ways that we're mobilizing young students across the state is mostly through social media and events and forums on campuses around the state. Um, we keep them up to date with legislative um, issues going on around the state, and we offer several ways for them to give their input on the politics that are happening in Mississippi. We're also engaging them um, on their own campuses. We're hosting events, forums, drive, voter registration drives across the state to keep them engaged and active in the voting process in Mississippi. Um, National Voter Registration Day and National Voter Education Week are very, very important civic holidays due to the fact that they put the spotlight on voter registration and voter education. Um, many people love to say that organizations such as Mississippi Votes only come around during Voter Education Week and Voter Registration Day, which is totally not true. Um, you can ask anybody. We're always doing work. We're always in the community you, you're always going to see us, but the only difference is that during these two weeks out of a 52-week year, 
the spotlight is put on us. And so everyone is looking at us. But that doesn't mean that we're not out here doing the work all other 50 weeks of the year. I love that you mentioned how Mississippi votes is a year round thing. And I, I agree. I feel like we're definitely the political home for a lot of Mississippians and I, we would love to continue to be so. So um, I guess my next question would be what activities and events are lined up in the upcoming weeks ahead for Mississippi votes? Well, we actually have, to be honest, it's sort of like a full grassroots campaign going out in this next week with National Voter Education Week. So we'll be on different colleges campuses like Tougaloo, Mississippi State, even going up to some new places that we've never been for been before, like William Carey and the University of Mississippi. And we'll be working with student organizations on those campus all throughout the week. But a lot of a lot of action is going to be happening on September 28th across the state. And you can see all of the action on our social media, but also on the social media of some of those colleges that I referenced. But what we're actually doing is having voter registration drives nearly every day at different time periods to meet the needs of students. And we're going to have people stationed up all across campuses and getting their registrations. Perfect, perfect. Um, how can anyone listening and wanting to get more involved get in touch with you all? Social media. Social media is the key. Um, we do have Twitter. You can follow us at MS Votes, and that's M-S-V-O-T-E-S. Instagram at Miss MS Votes, M-S-V-O-T-E-S. Facebook, Mississippi Votes, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I Votes. And our website at msvotes.org. And on our website, you can find volunteer sign up. Um, and also, we have a link on our website where you can check your own status of voter registration. So with National Voter Registration Day coming up, make sure that you are registered to vote and register in your area. If not, if you don't know if you are or not, please go on our website and check that out. Wonderful, wonderful. So final question, I thank you all for joining me as well. But final question, and it's for both of you, what would be your advice to young people working to become more outspoken on the everyday issues that are affecting them? The first thing I would say is to educate yourself before you really speak at all. And that's not um, so that you will give someone a like legway to this like woke and educated and uneducated notion of us. But I say that for you to build like perfect personal confidence because like you don't know like you don't have to become a scholar on a specific on a specific topic but you should have a knowledge and understanding within yourself to see what's happening in your lives and be able to articulate that in your own way because I think that brings about a sense of power because you'll be stepping into a world, especially as a young person, full of agendas and even going into college at that age. This is when your mind is getting formulated. This is when your mind is being really you're being taught how to think. But at the same time, you don't want that to cloud your own perception. Like you don't want to take on a perception that isn't honoring to your own experiences. So I think that being educated um, would be the first step that I tell people to do before they even learn how to speak up for themselves. And that way, like I said, again, um, you're honoring yourself and your experiences and you're not being swayed with the wind when somebody brings you new information. I would love to follow up on that point with Sakina saying not being swayed with the wind. Um, a lot of the times 
advocating for people and yourself can be a very difficult thing because you do have people who are going to push back against what you're advocating for. But the thing that I like to keep in the back of my mind is if not you, then who? Like, think about your loved ones. Think about you. Think about the future. Advocate for those who can't and inspire those who won't. You know, if, if you're advocating for things in your community that negative negatively affect you don't let anything or anyone thwart you from the goal that you are trying to achieve um because as i said before when enough is enough just always say if not me then who i thank you both so much for joining me i appreciate all of you all's answers i hope that everyone listening has really learned a lot from you both and also just in involving themselves in the student activism space, but also following you all's leads with a lot of the advice that you all gave. We will be returning with the Better Luck podcast on October 22nd, so be looking out for the third episode. Once again, I want to thank Taylor and Sakina for joining me. Thank you all so much. We've had so much fun. I'm glad everyone was able to really take something from this as well. And don't forget to stay vocal, act local, and it's better luck next time. Thank you all for so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Things to do, uh-huh. choices to make that affect me and you. Yeah, history repeats itself if you don't correct it. That's why we call them to tell us what's expected. Fool me one time, then it's shame on you. Facts. Try to fool me twice, but now I know what to do. Facts. You win some, you lose some, and that's just fine. But you keep coming back. Better luck next time. Better luck next time. Better luck next time. <laughs> yeah. Better luck next time. Better luck Come on.